to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Are we all doing hey this there. thing? Activate. Oh, what? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's Friday you. night. I was with you. <laughs> We're back at you. <laughs> it's like a 3D episode. What? Well, yeah, this is in, coming to you <laughs> in three wonderful dimensions. <laughs> Size, was, sound, yeah, and smell. I, I was saying, let's put our fists together, you know, like they did before yeah. the big game. Sure, oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Got yeah, it. I like it. I like it. It was good. It was good. So, hey, happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back. We're here together again, apart still. But did you guys know this is our 20th episode doing it like this? Only 20? Our, tw- <laughs> our 20th <laughs> pandemic episode. Wow. Is that more than our I regular know. episodes? Sad. <laughs> What's that, Caleb? Is that more than our regular episodes? Uh, I I don't know. I don't think so. Close. I think we, but... <laughs> it's close, yeah. But And what Caleb is referring to, the, to those of you who don't know, <laughs> that we used to do these in an actual studio where we could take time and edit them and make sure that I didn't sound like a buffoon. So unfortunately now, I've been unleashed into the world like this. I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I tried. I tried so hard. <laughs> did, did. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say buffoon or baboon? Um, I, you, could, you know what? You could take it Baf- either way. Baffoon? Baf- it depends <laughs> whether or not I shave my butt that day. So it depends. <laughs> take your pick. Neil, okay. it's okay. I'm sounding like an idiot right with you. So Thanks, man. I sound, I sound like an idiot too. Hey, fist bump. No, you're you're good. Let me get in on. Let me get in on that. (laughs) Do I have? Is there a scar on my nose? There is something on your nose. Uh, You know something. You know that's from spider bite. It's a spider bite. (laughs) On Wednesday, I had to work the the Mm drive-in. You know, I was I was selling the pop selling the popcorns to the people, and we have to have one of those acrylic shields. You know, it's separating yeah. you and the and the customers, so we can keep our Your keep particles. our distance. Right, um, particles are going everywhere. Yeah, so like the first customer came up, and I was talking to him, and then a little breeze came through, and like the thing went near crack, like, no! got me no! right in the nose. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, when you get it is clear, so it isn't like I could see it coming really. Just like coming like crack. And I was like, what? Oh my god! You know? It's and then like I, the Invisible I'm, Man. And I'm just thinking, like, you know. The wind could have blown it the other direction and like sure. could have whacked the five year old, you know, the, the five year old kid who got the soft head. Like, whack him. Like, why do you have <laughs> to hit me in the no? Anyway, so that's you know where my scars I thought, from. I, you know, I got these scars. I thought you were going to say <laughs> that it was from like a, a hot popcorn kernel, a wayward kernel that like flew out and like burned you on your nose. Well, we have those stories <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, Neil, Neil yeah. and I know about this. <laughs> yes. Holy shit, has anyone lost an eye? I, I, we both almost have, probably. I've been shot in the eye several times with hot kernels. Yeah. I, so. I've worn glasses since oh, sixth grade, point. so that's, yeah. you know, but... Yeah, yeah. That's, wow. it's we'll really save common, that for, actually. We'll save yeah. those sort those stories for like a very sexy story time, clearly. So <laughs> very yeah. sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna open a can though. Sorry, it's gonna be loud. Oh, that's okay. We're used to that. It's all right. There. Um, well done. That's Sanders always the one in the movie theater who does that, like right when the movie starts. <laughs> Just before it starts though. Before oh, okay. it starts. Okay, thank you. Thank you at least for that. Uh, I could not decide, so I've got a Moscow mule and a Kentucky mule. <laughs> 
But not in copper glasses, though, because I don't have that. Oh my god, look at you. You're double fisting. Double fisting. Mixing my alcohol. Double fisting. I like it. Live but on the edge. They, they are in my Continental Hotel John Wick 2 glasses. That's really cute. Very nice. Super cute. So I guess we lost a little bit of audio at one point, so I'm not sure how much of my brilliant story got, got oh, no. missed or not. But, oh, uh, no. <laughs> hopefully we're back. We'll just keep talking and see what happens. We're just going right. to keep talking. That's <laughs> Blabbing. Yeah, we're just going to keep talking. I've got, um, I have got, I basically did like a blood and sand, which is one of my favorite drinks, Caleb knows, yeah. which is, although I, I, I'm about to say, but I, I did an audible, but I, I did a double audible. <laughs> so usually at Scotch, I like to put in the bourbon and I didn't have any grenadine or excuse me, any uh, vermouth. So I just put in a bunch of like fresh squeezed orange juice. Uh, a little bit of the grenadine, shuck it up. So, and of course the bourbon. So. I I had no idea what a blood in the sand was anyway. So, I mean, you could have just made all that up. It's really good. It's a good drink. It's it pretty. Drink. You usually oh, use like your, a little. My my, little my orange fell in. Fell in. Is that a, okay? It, it'll be <laughs> a drunken orange. Is it ruined? Can you still <laughs> no, drink it? No, come back, come back. <laughs> Throw it out. Throw it out. <laughs> Throw it in the fucking trash. Ruined. Show's ruined. Out. <laughs> yeah. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, chat room. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Happy Friday. Ah, uh, all right. I'm so joining us, we have got. Ah, oh, we got a big old chat room. Let's see. We have got oh. Laura and My Mindy. Laura. Mindy's working on week two of her 47th year, or is it 48th year? Whatever it is, however that works. I know she's Got 47, this. is she working on the 48th year, right? That's how that works? I don't uh, I do not do math. Okay. We've got Lewis is back. Welcome, Lewis. Hello, Lewis. we glad you are not massaging people tonight. <laughs> as bad as that sounds. Lewis is a masseuse, just so you guys know. That's why I said that. <laughs> I was going to say, like, he should be massaging us. Right? I know. Um, and we got Vision's Truth. Welcome back, Visions. Visions Truth. And of course, Mark, uh, the, the, our, our new, our new Mark, the Reverend Mark. Mark. <laughs> I'm not sure. What to, I want to call Mark something. Is it the Reverend Mark? I'm not sure what else to call him. How about Mark from Pismo? Ooh, there you go. Because he's in Pismo Beach. Pismo Mark. Mm-hmm. There you I go. Like Pismo it. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and we got uh, Enoch. Enoch, Enoch just joined. What's Hi. up? Welcome, Enoch. Hey. And Michael, if you're with us, say hello. Hello. All right. And of course, Scott, Scott, the wonderful producer who didn't get Hi. let off work till super late. So he had to rush home, throw down some saltines and here he is <laughs> producing <laughs> some saltines and some bourbon. That's what he subsists on. But that works. That is a damn fine meal right there. It's, it's very <laughs> sailor-ish, I will say, for like your jolly sailor boy. Okay. Um, what do we talk about today? Oh, you guys have media consumed. Yes, we cons- do consume media. Awesome. I always go first. Caleb, do you want No, please. Why break tradition? I like a order. It kind of works. It, is, it does kind of work. Well, I'm just kind of like, I'm just kind of pushy and bossy. And I just want to go well, it first. Goes from, I think it goes from best looking, you know, and then it works its way down. Yeah, to so. works its way down to, <laughs> yeah. to you. To worst, yeah. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> that's sad. That's all right. But maybe you're not wrong. Maybe when someday, we, like maybe when a five-year-old pushes an acrylic shield over on your nose, <laughs> then maybe, <laughs> then maybe you guys can go can go after me. Stupid but. toddlers! They just think they own the damn drive-in. I know. <laughs> I know. So, I said it was the win, but I know I was trying to be polite. I know. 
I know it was that damn five-year-old. The kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What is it about clear things and kid handprints? Yes. Stop. Yes. I'm it's sorry, like Sandra, for them. Say pop, they can't stop. Um, hi. So <laughs> I have a couple, just a couple of things. One, um, not related to like movies and stuff, but baseball's back. And I'm like really happy about it because I am a lifelong Giants fan, like born, raised. My parents are huge Giants fans and I love the Giants and I miss them so much. I was like, I didn't realize how much I took for granted baseball season until I didn't have it. And like, I can listen to the games on my phone at work and as long as I don't have like other people around and watch them at home. You guys know, I love to read during commercial breaks and like baseball's perfect for that with like pitching changes. Um, yeah. Amazing. And I learned that from Uncle Stephen King. He always has a book when he's either in person at a Red Sox game or at home because he's like, what else do people do during pitching changes? I don't understand. I'm like, they eat. They eat. They go get a beer. Not, a, not Uncle Stevie and I. We, <laughs> you guys read. Okay. We read horror books. Um, other thing is we had a really special, huge guest on Genre Junkies podcast. We had the Alpha Omega Vampire um, Werewolf Shapeshifter Necromancer Queen Laurel K. Hamilton on our show. She has wow. been writing paranormal horror urban fantasy since 1993. Um, she's been writing this series. It's the 27th book in the Anita Blake Vampire Hunter series. Motherfucking 27. And I was like, I've been reading this woman's books, not since 1993, but since I was like 14, 14, 15. And I was like, oh my God, please be a cool person. Please do not be like a troglodyte <laughs> bitch, you know, like please right. be awesome. And she was like, super super amazing awesome so where's she located uh missouri ah so we did the skype good old mo yeah but anyway okay. so that was cool if any of our crossover fans are laurel k hamilton people and i'm sure some of them are because if you like vampires and you don't read laurel k hamilton like you need to rethink your life you need to rethink your life choices for any of our literate fans we yes. recommend you take a listen to the genre junkies I'm not yes. one of those literary people, by the way. Yeah, but no, he is you not. To, you get to hear not. Sandra and the producer Scott talk about books and novels. Yes. And, yeah. And I've said it yeah. once and I'll say it again. Producer Scott's voice is so velvety on mm. that show. Mm. It, is like, it is like taking drinks of hot liquid caramel. I mean, that is <laughs> like... <laughs> that yes. is Scott's voice. It, and then you take it and you pour it over the velveteen rabbit and you have Scott's voice. See, there you are making one of your literary references, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I that's just want to like drink that. hot liquid caramel. <laughs> do it. Live you know, it. I, do it. You know, I think I would drink hot liquid caramel. Not caramel? No, not caramel. No, not caramel. <laughs> Never caramel. Put it on your popcorn. <laughs> hey, we have, we have an I Ashley. Have hey, Ashley. There's an Ashley, Ashley. on the chat. Hello, yeah. Ashley. Hi. And she was Hi. very excited about Missouri. Are you in Missouri, Ashley? Are you a Missouri? Let us know. Let us know if you're in the MO. <laughs> you are. I know who that is. She has oh, a you Missouri. do? I think I do. Oh, think okay. I, Ashley, I, th I know you. Okay. <laughs> well, this is hello. an inside joke, I guess. Because Scott <laughs> no, is laughing also. <laughs> she's a real oh. person we know. Okay. <laughs> who lives in Missouri. Oh, she lives yeah. in Missouri. That's cool. All right. Yeah. 
What part of Missouri? I love Kansas City. I don't know, Ashley. What part of Missouri? I don't. I've never been there. I don't know. She's KC, Kansas City. Oh, there you go. There you go. I love Kansas City. That's a great. That's a great city. You anyway, go everywhere, Neil. Jesus. Not everywhere, but I've been to yeah, a lot no, of places. He has. He's been everywhere. He's anyway, been everywhere, man. He's, He's been, been everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> What'd you do this stop, week, Caleb? Stop! <laughs> you get us canceled. Um. So I read a lot. I am almost through with the final book in the Wheel of Time series. Damn. Fourteen books. Yeah. Um, which is a reread. Like I've read them all before. So. Um. The thing I wanted to talk about was uh, I was on YouTube and got recommended this video for uh, Corey Taylor, um, the lead singer. I love Corey Taylor. Slipknot and Stone Sour. Um, So he had a new song out. Um, It's very, uh, I don't know, it reminded me of like an entrance song, Wrestler. You know, like I'm very, listening, uh, right? I don't know. I, you know, it was it was cool. It, it's kind of you know, limp biscuity, you know, kind of rap rock. Um, but he had a bunch of like other celebrities just do little cameos in it and show up. And at yeah. one point, Tom Savini was <laughs> was in the video. Yeah, like, okay. holy shit. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. So, I yeah. haven't seen this yet. I know that it hit the the social media and yeah, people it's were called, talking uh, about it. Uh, CMFT, which stands for Corey Motherfucking Taylor. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Good old Tom Savini. I love when he yeah. pops up and things. No, it's, it's, yeah, it was just <laughs> totally unexpected, you know. <laughs> it's a special treat. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. What about you, Neil? You clearly did nothing but get injured by popcorn. <laughs> That's about it. Um, no, but, um, go with me on this one. Um, Jesus. So I want (laughs) to address one little thing we got. So after last week's episode, we got, we got a little correspondence, uh, from something that, that took place from someone who was a little, a little upset by something that was said. So, um, we have to, uh, regarding something that like one of my, my co-hosts said last week, basically, um, If you you recall, Sandra, (laughs) the SPCA wrote to us because they were very upset at something that Sandra said with regards to Scent of a Woman being a forgettable or or who remembers that movie. So Sure, the the SPCA did this. Yeah, the Society for Pachino Connoisseurs of America, the SPCA. Got you, got you. We're very upset (laughs) that you said Scent of the Woman was like, who remembers that movie? I did say that. You don't. You don't want Al's pals coming against you. That's all I gotta say. Because Pacino's platoon will get you. You don't want okay, them on well you. Well, then you know what? SPCA, I got another one for you tonight. Don't do it. Don't Buckle do it. In, bitches. You don't want them on you. I'm trying Too to help late. you. Too late. Shots fired. I'm gonna go for two tonight. All right. I warned you. Anyway, Al Pacino loves me. Not as much as me. No one screams out like I. Oh my do. god, Al Pacino <laughs> loves me. Okay, we might we might have to have an owl off. <laughs> <laughs> it's an owl off, everybody! Oh, throw it! Throw this is done. It's an owl off. <laughs> uh, well, that's good because okay, if okay. I pissed off the other SPCA, I would never forgive myself. I'd be like, "But I love the animals. I don't eat them. I take care of them. I love them. Why are you mad at me?" Oh, I forgot about those guys. That's right. The Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other, the other SPCA. SPCA. Weird. Yeah. 
Ah, weird. Okay. Weird. Um, so for real, I did watch a movie that I've been trying to watch since it came out, and it's been like six months at least. What? I think what? since it came out, I finally watched it, and I freaking loved it, what? and that is Jojo Rabbit. Yep. So, oh, yeah. Have not seen that either. Finally watched it over the weekend. I cannot recommend that movie enough. Uh, if you guys sad? please. It's it's not. It's poignant. It's very poignant. Uh, it's so well done. I mean, it's uh, I mean, Taika just, you know, he put, he's a genius. He He's a genius. He put his love all over that movie and you can see it everywhere. I mean, I I cannot recommend it enough. I mean, if you love, you know, <laughs> the, it's historical <laughs> and it's got but it's got that the sad and it's got the funny all kind of mixed together, you know. So I mean I God I don't know I I, I you really gotta watch it it's such a good do movie. you have to be like in the mood to watch it do you have to be like in a mood um is that hard said, because one minute you'll be laughing at like something kind of pretty hard you know that's happening in there and then the yeah. next minute you know bad Nazi stuff happens and I you know but it, overall it's a feel good film you know okay. it's just but I, I I mean I don't know if you can you watch Reese's Strangler. About- you know how does. I get about feel. I don't like feel. I know you don't things. like feelings, but this one yeah. is worth is worth. I think I think you have worth to watch the sacrifice. No, yes. I'm sure I'm gonna love it. I'm sure I'm gonna love it. I just so. I've just been afraid because I've been afraid to like it'll make me like upset. So oh, I mean, and it might, but I think it redeems itself. But there's some really mm-hmm. funny stuff in there, and the acting is so good. I mean, yeah, everyone is just so good in it. So okay, good. Please, everyone out there. Go watch Jojo Rabbit if you haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, uh, yesterday, 11 years ago, yesterday, by the way, John Hughes died. So it's been 11 years already since the man John Hughes. I just wanted to point that out that he's been gone for that long already. It's hard to believe. Damn. I know. It's nuts. Neil, we all you're love really good at pointing out when people are dead. Has anybody ever told you that? <laughs> Thank it's you. A, it's his talent. It is my talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're good at it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> so, sure. I love dead things. Um, and then finally, <laughs> uh, let's see. This week in 1988, the Blob remake opened in theaters. I love the Blob. So I wanted the to bring Blob that up. The Blob is a good time. Because that remake, yeah. is, I think, is a fantastic flick. If we ever Blob's do another another one of those, um, what were those? Uh, the gems? The, the gems. 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 <laughs> Uncut gems? Yeah. Then we're going <laughs> to... I'm gonna but throw I don't the blob think in there. That's a hidden gem, though. People like love that. Okay, good. I don't know they if should. it's got a fr- if it's and got a fright rag shirt. I don't know if it's hidden. I don't. I don't know the rules, though. Oh, okay. Well, they have a lot of weird. They do. Long- they get scared. You know, it's. I think it's one of those things that it's. It's known in the for genre, but you it, it know, if you if you went outside, you might be a little hard pressed to find anyone. Yeah. Knows of it. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that is it. That's it for me. That's it. No more b- we- <laughs> no more shtick for me tonight. <laughs> more shtick? Should, uh, should we get into it? Please, please do. Should we get Take down us there. Take to us the heart there. of the matter? That's a song. The huh? heart of rock and roll is still beating. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, for those who do not know, we are counting down each of our top five guilty pleasure movies. And here's the thing. I think I speak for all of us. When we have way more than five, we're just doing five tonight, but there will be spoiler alert. There could be other guilty pleasure episodes because it's kind of like, it's kind of a really good topic. 
Yeah. Because there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack sure. there. Um, what is a guilty pleasure movie, you may ask? <laughs> um, so for those who don't know, according to the Oxford Dictionary, and I will have you know that Neil looked up this definition. He is literate. He I went all the way to England it. to look it up. He went all the way to England. Oh, my God. He chartered like a little ferry boat and went all the way to England. Um, <laughs> according to the Oxford Dictionary, guilty pleasure is something such as film, television program, or piece of music that one enjoys despite feeling that it is not generally held in high regard. Um, so it's like if people were to come over to your house and they like see it on your shelf, you'd like stand in front of it and like block it with your body. <laughs> block <the> view. Yeah. <laughs> right. And be like, it's not there. It's not, it's not there. Pay no attention to the Blu-ray behind the, the curtain. <laughs> yeah. So. And everybody would be like, is that what I think that is? Um, or you I have a story me. about it. Like, oh, someone, gave it. It, was, it was a gift. My, my grandma <laughs> gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I did not buy that My Little Ponies Blu-ray, I promise. (laughs) Hey, you know I'm all about that pony. You are the pony girl, I would never hide that. (laughs) To be honest, I'm not very embarrassed by a lot of my guilty pleasure things, but I know that I should be. Yeah, I know that I should be, but I'm just not. I think we're all on the same page with that. We're pretty shameless. Yeah, Yeah, you know. Shameless beings. I think I have two on here, maybe, that I'm, you know, like I may not hold my head as high when I say I'm a fan of it. As as the other three, perhaps, but um, it's like it's like acknowledging that it's like cheesy or corny or yep, or bad. There's something not good about <laughs> or just it. straight up bad or just bad. Yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> but you still like it first. for whatever reason. Oh, all right, oh, Sandra. All right. Good lord, it's like I never stopped talking on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, at number five, we have a movie that my co-hosts know I love so, so much. Definitely don't feel super guilty about this one, but it is 1988's Waxwork. Oh, yes. I love Waxwork so much. Um, (laughs) I talk about it a fair amount. I saw it like when I was probably about 13 or 14 for the first time, and I just like, freaking fell in love with this movie and it's technically a horror comedy but it's like the parts that are supposed to be funny aren't funny and the parts that are like supposed to be scary or serious are funny so (laughs) right and oh my god unless we forget the final battle at the end which is like fucking hilarious but i mean the plot is convoluted it's four young people and these are all like reputable actors in 1988 including little guy from grammys little grammys guy what's his name neil zach galligan Oh, yeah, Zach Allen. Zach yes. Galifianakis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they go to. <laughs> you said little, totally. so I'm like. You're like I know. The like, <laughs> no, the, it, was, there, was there a little guy who paid Spike? I don't know. Where, where is he going? Howie Mandel? Um, <laughs> so it's about some young people who go to a waxwork museum, so like wax figures, and they all happen to evil. Uh, I won't spoil why that is, but uh, what you need to know is you will get sucked into these dioramas and have to be in this world and play out the scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very silly. It's very silly, and I love it so much. Yeah, I think it, I think it's a fun film, though. I agree. It's definitely. They put it, they give it the old college try, <laughs> you know? They sure so. did. It was like, it's so convoluted though. And the dialogue is just like unbelievably cheesy. I don't know that I've ever seen it. <gasps> I'm looking it up right now. You probably okay. have it. It, it wouldn't be one that I've You can't watch it without you. me. 
You really cannot. Okay. Okay. We always say that. But you Back really to that cannot. again. <laughs> you cannot. Caleb, We're, this might be this might be my birthday movie. <laughs> to, quote oh, the, okay. to quote the vultures in Jungle Book. Now, don't start that again. <laughs> I love those vultures. Um, but if we can get together, if that's a thing, and there's like movies, I, I asked Neil if we could have this movie for my birthday. So yeah. you mean okay. get together like in the same room? Like with all our friends in like a theater. In the same room. Like, you mean we all get together without plastic yes. things in, be- in between us or walls? Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. Can we, can we hit Neil with plastic things in the nose? Is that, <laughs> is that, <laughs> I won't stop you. Is that going to be a thing where we ever get to see each other again in person? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I, I, have, I have a feeling we're all going to be in like, like rascal, you know, wheelchair things <laughs> that are like totally enclosed. <laughs> Oh, I want to be in those bubbles that like people walk on water in. Oh, I yes. be one of those. there you go. There you yeah. go. I like that. We're going to all get Any- in those giant, like, inflatable ninja outfits. <laughs> crash oh, the sumo other, ones. The sumo ones. Sumo's, sumo one. sumo's yeah. bro, not ninja. Ninja, sorry. Sumo's. <laughs> Ninjas Same thing. No, right. <laughs> Samurai, same thing ninja. Same thing. Ninja same sumo's. Same Don't you know thing. those big old sumo guys that are swinging around from the rafters? <laughs> <laughs> dropping out of buildings yeah it's fine um that was my number five pick who's up caleb number five all right so my number five is 1991's hudson hawk oh yes starring, never heard of it tell me about it bruce oh. willis and danny aiello and oh my god so many people are in this and mcdowell james Corden, richard e grant sandra bernhardt david caruso um I love anyway, Richard E. Grant. He's uh, one of my favorite Bruce, actors. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's wonderful in it. Um, uh, so um, Bruce Willis plays a cat burglar forced to steal um, Da Vinci works of art for a world domination plot. Um, so he gets out of prison. All he wants is a cappuccino. So there's this running gag through the entire thing. All he wants is a cappuccino. And every time he, he, he gets one, something happens. It's shot out of his hand. Someone not, you know, whatever, uh, but he never gets it. Um, uh, he and his partner, Danny Aiello, they, uh, in order to synchronize their heists, they sing songs. So it's also kind of a musical as well as comedy, what? as well as an action film. Um, it's kind of cringy. It's not great, but to me, it's hysterical. <laughs> Especially the oh bunny ball ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love that it's cringy. What it's, I've no, never it's, heard of this movie. Never heard. It's of kind it. of it was kind of like the Ishtar of the of that of, year of, of where the nineties. Like, yeah. yeah, the big names. Bruce Willis was really big, really big still. Mm-hmm. And this movie came out, and the critics just killed it. But for no reason, I thought it was a really charming film. And like, right. like Caleb said, yeah. the parts with the the um. The singing at the time they're burglaries to the singing yeah. really charming. Yeah, I, I don't know, I didn't get it. So um, Richard E. Grant, um, when interviewed, or no, sorry, uh, someone came up to him and said, "I like this movie," and it was reported that he said it was a stinking pile of steaming hot donkey droppings, and you're an idiot. Richard E. Grant, I love you even more. Wow, <laughs> salty, salty, salty. <laughs> But say say it in his voice, though. So. <laughs> yeah, he has I mean, such a posh on. accent. <laughs> he yeah. does. He does. Yeah. So, and then pulling a, a page out of Neil's book, I went to 
Rotten Tomatoes, which I hate, by the way. Um, but yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, this unspeakably awful film can make an audience a little crazy. You want to throw things, yell at the actors, beg them to stop. Uh, that was Peter Travers in Rolling Stones. Oh, shit. Oh, my <laughs> no, God. Peter. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like one of those things. I think that's truly a great pick because like, I'm not saying I've heard of every movie, but I've never heard of it. So it's like, oh. clearly people have tried to bury it. They've tried to like stomp it down with like a broom. So I have that, a feeling yeah. they kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that they're like, it doesn't exist. There's, it's not a movie. Move on. So this is like, I want to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Oh, and, and Bruce Willis co-wrote it, by the way. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So. Poor Bruce. Oh, what about Neil's number five? Oh, my oh. number five is skipped. I, wow, mm. cool. What about, and my number four skipped? No, your number four, Sandra. Oh, I get, I was like, nobody else picked this goddamn movie. I know they did not. So my number four pick is 1989's Troop Beverly Hills. Wow. Anybody? Anybody? So this Shelley is a Long? child. Yeah. Shelly Long. So I adore Shelly Long. I think she's a fucking treasure. But um, this is a childhood movie that I used to rent a lot and watch on TV a lot. So it's got like a sentimentality uh, to it for me. It is incredibly silly, um, stereotypical about some privileged Girl Scouts <laughs> in Beverly Hills. So they're like, they're not very outdoorsy. They don't know how to do all the things that the other Girl Scouts do. Shelly Long plays their troop leader but what do you know at the end of the day they have hearts of gold and they get the thing done um it is oh it's like rocky it's like it's like rocky um (laughs) it's exactly like rocky um (laughs) which i also love so i mean like obviously i have a i have a trope and a thing um now this movie is unabashedly silly strange um, I think that it really helps that I saw it as a young child. I don't know that any adult person liked this movie if they saw it for the first time as an adult. But Shelley Lawn mwah, mwah, is a treasure. <laughs> Shelley, okay. Have you I seen missed, it, Neil? Uh, oh, yeah. But it was so so long ago. But yeah. So long ago. Didn't we play that at Lakeside? Um, either Am we I... played it or we did it as a kids summer movie oh thing, might have been a kid. okay oh my yeah, god that's what i'm thinking but. totally a kids summer movie Sandra was oh probably there in the audience causing trouble probably, probably yeah <laughs> probably ripping the seats out this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just like me <laughs> it did that was weird <laughs> all right scott i'm sorry who's up okay caleb so my number four okay so my number four is Howard the Duck, uh, which came out in 1986. That was for you, Sandra. Um, totally ridiculous movie. Um, I, I will admit that uh, about a, a, a duck from Duck World that gets pulled to Earth and meets up with <laughs> Leah Thompson and Tim Robbins. <laughs> you guys explained and, and this movie to me because I'd never seen it. Saving the world. No, it's yeah. it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but um, yeah. I just I like it so much. Um, I remember at one point um, Neil had me and my girlfriend at the time over to our house to to watch to watch this again, and at 
point, it was just Neil and I, the girls had totally left. <laughs> they were just like, this is stupid. You guys are idiots. Oh, no. <laughs> and she broke up with him that night. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Caleb, how, Howard's my number five. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, list. you guys both like, explained to me all about that movie. I'm, I'm, so I knew it had to be on both of yours because I knew it as like like a joke, like that it existed as like, you know, it is, kind of It fodder. is <laughs> widely considered one of, if not the worst movie of all time. Yeah. I mean, I may have maybe seen this when I was a little kid, but I don't even remember. I mostly know yeah, him from the doubtful. cameo. <laughs> from the cameo in, uh, in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Remember at the end. Which is a totally mm-hmm. different Howard, yeah. yeah. Totally. It's not your Howard. Well, yeah, it's not your absolutely. Howard, not your dad. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. So um, some some funny things, though, about this movie. Um, George Lucas had just built uh, Skywalker Ranch, um, and he was thinking that Howard the Duck would make him all his, his money back, which it did not. Um <laughs> So he ended up selling to uh, Steve Jobs, the Lucas Animation branch, uh, which became Pixar. Yeah. So without this horrible movie, we, we wouldn't have this wonderful animated um, company that, that we know today, which is kind of cool. Remind <laughs> me to tell so, you a funny story about that another time. <laughs> that. Okay. okay. All right. So Pixar is the company that Howard built. There you go. Thank you, Howard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, so I have I have some quotes for you. Please, um, okay. The the good, I, you, the you good. You did like so much work. I, I live, like it. Breathe. My my being is the cool show. <laughs> uh, the good. Thank a you for fun your blood sacrifice. And fast paced piece of eighty schlock. The only reason why I got that picked that is because schlock for Neil. Schlock. Uh, the bad. The movie is too scuzzy to beguile children, too infantile to appeal to adults. Oh, shit. There's no audience. They're just like, there's no audience for this film. That's kiss of death. I think Jake might like it. <laughs> Jake has turned his back on this whole fucking conversation. So, but still don't feel guilty for liking it. You know, for us, I mean, obviously part of the appeal is, I mean, we were, uh, what were we, 12 years old, 13 years old when that came out. Something like that, yeah. There's going to be some of that tied into it. Uh, Leah Thompson, we, you know, we loved Leah Thompson already at that point between Space uh, maybe Space Camp came out the same year, but maybe they came out already. But Back to the Future and whatever else she was already in. Right. You know, right. so it's kind of like, it just, you know, it was a, we were the right age for that film, but I mean, it's fun. It's just a fun, sarcastic, crazy little movie. And thank George Lucas for his executive producing skills <laughs> that. <laughs> He put money behind it and didn't do anything else, hopefully, because, I don't know. Maybe. George I don't Lucas. know. Uh, the, the director never directed another film again. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Black Willard Hoyuk. Wow. <laughs> that is. And like Mindy pointed out, they filmed uh, they filmed at least one scene of that in Petaluma. So I know they came oh. up here and did a, a little Thank bit you, of uh, filming for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Lewis says in Napa, too. Oh, all right. Where are we off to next? That'd be me. I'm number four. Okay. Oh, people. Oh, people in the chat. I actually got to, my internet's actually letting me look in the chat. And it looks like other other people like Chip Beverly Hills. Oh, do they? At least Mindy does. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you for acknowledging me, Mindy. 
Well, Lewis at one point posted something, then he re- retracted it. So he must have said he liked it and pulled that out real quick. He was <laughs> so. like, fuck, I can't hold that. <laughs> He's like, no, I can't go that far. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, Lewis. I forgive you. <laughs> um, my number four. All right. God help me. I'm going to say this out loud. Um, no, is uh, National Lampoon's Class Reunion. So this is a film. Nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that, no one, no one knows this movie. Oh. No, except for the very few that stayed for the second feature of a cult, you know, film series, probably like three or four years ago. And this is the only one where I actually had a, a couple of the of the cultists reach out to me afterward and say, "Oh, oh, I don't know what you were thinking with that one." Kind of thing. Oh. So, oh, but. Snap. I know, because usually they're very amenable to whatever I, I throw up there. But this one. Oh, well, talk to us. Okay. You gotta, what, what the hell is Here we on? go. Okay. National right. Class Reunion, 1982, rated R. A screenplay, by the way, by John Hughes. John Hughes wrote the screenplay for this movie. John Hughes died 11 years ago. Go. He died 11 years ago <laughs> yesterday. His pack with the devil came due. <laughs> so, <laughs> 11 years ago yesterday. Okay. So, this film uh, it stars Garrett Graham. You guys remember, of course, from Phantom of the Paradise um, and probably like other things I can't think of beyond that right now. <laughs> but sure, um, sure. And Stephen First, who was um, Dorfman in Animal House. Uh, but it's basically it's the class of 72 comes back together 10 years later in 82 to have a class reunion. Uh, typical like 80s whole, fashion. The whole cast from wait, like from no, Animal the, House? No, no. Sorry. Okay. If I, sorry if I confused you. The one Stephen First, the one actor, is from also from Animal House. I was just telling you like movies that these people were in. But, God, I'm with you now. I'm with so, you. I'm with you. There you go. Okay. So in the movie Class Reunion, they graduate from high school in 1972. So fast forward ten years later, they come together for their class reunion. Uh, in the graduation party they had in '72, they played a mean trick on it. One of the nerd characters. So 10 years later, he decides he's going to get revenge on them when they all come back. So it's a horror parody, basically, of oh my God. And National Lampoon style. Um, and it's just got a lot of fun, crass uh, craziness in there. A lot of it doesn't make any sense. Like, just this early 80s editing and, you know, the acting isn't necessarily, <laughs> isn't very good in all of it. Um, but it's got also Anne Ramsey, who we know as Mama Fratelli from the you know oh, the Goonies. Yeah, and she plays the cook, and she's just like serving up all this slop at their reunion, and she's like, "Try some of my Jello," and she's just like plopping Jello at them and like flinging it all over the place. And it's not funny, except I like laugh hysterically at it when I just way she like flings Jello at people. And um, one point, the, the killer tries to come get her. Um, and she's like trying to fight him off doing kung fu. She's like, oh, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Trying to fight <laughs> off the killer. And he's got a chainsaw. I mean, it's just so oh, ridiculous, <laughs> but it's oh hysterical to me. Karate um, always trumps tra- chainsaw, by does. the way. Trump's chainsaw. <laughs> so, why um, were people like, Neil, what, what were you thinking? Like, why, why do people have that reaction? I just don't think overall that it's not funny to people. They just I, don't find it funny. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Mindy's saying that she loved it. Thank you, Mindy. I got one. Okay, <laughs> I've but, never um, heard of it. <laughs> no, me neither. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's it's. By the way, the high school they went to is Lizzie Borden High. <laughs> so hey, I that, love that. It's Lizzie yeah. Borden High, a cut above the rest. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the <laughs> Oh my god! It's a so, pun. It's a pun. It's a pun. 
80s puns. Um, but it's it's just a silly film. But I don't I don't know why. There, there's a scene where the three three girls like they're trying to they know the killer's out there, and the and some of the class goes out to try and find the killer. So there's three ladies who stay behind. They decide to entertain the rest of everyone else, and they get up and start singing Supreme songs, and they do this whole big elaborate like you know uh, musical number. And it's just like it's just out there, but it's it's a fun film. And I I don't wow. know why. I just think it's hysterical. So you're like, why is everyone telling me to be embarrassed? It is delightful. <laughs> I know it's a delightful little movie. Uh, I think oh, Lewis said he liked you. it too. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Lewis liked it also. Okay, thank you. Wow. Mm. Anyway, okay. There you go. <laughs> <gasps> My number three pick. Um, this also is a sequel, but it's actually Ooh. part of a franchise that I really like in a guilty pleasure sort of way. And that would be Child's Play 3 from 1991. Wow. Um, no idea why I love this movie, why I connected with it as a kid so much that I couldn't shake it. Um, it is one of the the worst of the plots, absolutely, in the franchise. Andy, now an older teen, goes to military school, and for some ridiculous reason, Chucky follows him there. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's what he does. It's, I mean, I guess it's what he does, but it's like, like, move on, Charles. Find Seriously. someone else. Um. I do love this whole franchise. I love when it, especially in later years, when it gets very self-actualized and it like fully plays into like its ridiculousness. Um, But I mean, there's no reason that this movie should have been made. There's no reason (laughs) that um, anything in the plot happens, but I freaking love it and I'm here for it and I can like quote my way through it. Um, I know I should be ashamed. I know I should, but I can't. I can't quit you, Chucky. I can't do it. And I like my Brad Dourif Chucky. I like my Brad Dourif Chucky. That's really all I have to say about. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing. Oh yeah, no. Brad Dourif is Brad Dourif is a man. I'll just period. Yeah, Yeah, he is best, best. But I mean, there's like that's all. I have nothing. I have nothing to say. There's nothing redeemable about this movie. There's no reason I should love it, and I do. (laughs) Right. Nothing. Nope. You you don't. You don't need to justify yourself. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I won't. All right. Drink number two, by the way. I see that. (laughs) Caleb three on the uh, second drink. So my number three uh, is 1993's Last Action Hero. Starring. Oh, I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good movie. It's fun. <laughs> it's a fun movie. <laughs> it's. I love that's what we say probably. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> well, okay. Fun. So when this first came out I, I and i've told this story before i did not like it uh i think neil and i saw it together uh at a screening an advanced screening at the kabuki theater in in san francisco in and sdds don't forget <laughs> the first movie in sdds what's sdds sony digital sony dynamic digital, dynamic sound. digital sound so it was a big thing back in the 90s yeah it was the first movie to be released in that <laughs> oh okay it was a Sony um, picture, so that makes sense. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you know, Arnold was coming off some of his biggest hits, and this movie just, the world wasn't ready for it, because in the movie, he's basically making fun of action star persona. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he should have waited, you know, until 
like the later 90s or maybe even the 2000s, you know, like Stallone did with Expendables to make this movie because I think it would have been a lot, a lot better received, received better, well received. received. (laughs) Am I sounding stupid? No, we're just trying to, no, you're good. (laughs) I, um, I also saw this movie in theaters. I think I might have been more of the intended audience in that year. And I was not at the Kabuki Theater. <laughs> I was probably in Penaluma. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, Kayla, I that's I never I've never thought of it thought about it that way. That if it had been released maybe a few years later, if it would have been received better, because there are elements of it that are on the ridiculous side that people right. weren't willing to accept at that point yet. That I could. Uh, I mean, the whole the whole premise really of the the golden ticket and the bad the guys gold, coming yeah, out the, the movie the within the movie yeah, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> I can see that I mean now yeah we'd probably accept it like it was no big deal but right um, yeah. but it has I, I just I, I just feel that he was, wasn't the right time for him to sort of like poke fun at himself you know he was yeah. still to be meta yeah, yeah he was still writing that high I mean the you know just making fun of it like explosions in movies versus explosions in real life gunshot wounds in movies versus gunshots in real right. life you know um punching windows in movies versus you know when he does it in real life it's like ah, that hurt, you know <laughs> yeah yeah interesting point um and oh my had, god oh sorry go ahead who, who's the uh what's uh, what's the actor who played the, the bad Charles charles dance who played uh no no i'm Ty- sorry he, he's Lannister. cool the one from the movie yeah. with the axe. Oh, that was uh, Tom Noonan. Noonan, thank Rip- you. Noonan, Ripper. yeah. He we was cool. Him. Anything he's in. Yeah. yeah. Love Noonan. Noonan. Love the Noonan. Um, I just, again, like it let me see the chat, which is like super exciting. And it's <laughs> and Mindy, again, chimed in with Child's Play 3 is my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so right, Mindy. You're so right, girl. You're so right. Yes. Oh, my God. Scott says they should remake. Last action hero with John Cena. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. That's interesting. 100%. Okay. Hundred percent. Laura. Laura. Laura's saying tremors. What was she saying tremors for? Do you know? I think that's just her pick. One of her picks for a guilty pleasure. For tremors? You can't be guilty about that. I is, I know a lot of people who are proud that's, of tremors. That's that's, 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 yeah, that's, her, a, that's that's her opinion. There's people who no, wave flags. Yeah. Huh? There's You're flag waving tremor fans. <laughs> <laughs> they get up on that. They they stand that movie. They get up on oh, that. They do. Good job, Neil. Good job. Tremors is just dirt jaws. <laughs> dirt jaws. Prove you went live for that. Scott, I know, right? But we're you gonna, know what? I kind of love it. I kind of love it. We're going to need a bigger rack room. <laughs> I love yeah, me some tremors. Love me some tremors. I love tremors. All right. <laughs> where are we at all right huh? my number three my number three is a comedy that i first saw on hbo because i wasn't I, I didn't know about this film when it first came out um and then i fell in love with it on hbo and i watched it a hundred million times and i came to find out after doing the research that this at the time this was one of hbo's most successful films that they had ever shown like it got requested over and over to, to be kept on hbo and that is the 1985 film, Just One of the Guys, rated PG-13. So not. just don't just one of the guys. OK, uh, this film was co-written and directed by a, a female, uh, Lisa Gottlieb is her name. And it is basically uh, the studio, uh, Sony Columbia at the time, 
came to her because she had a student film that she did about uh, like cross dressing basically. And they came to her and said, "We want to do a teenage version of Tootsie." And oh, so, so she, already Neil. So already Neil's, like, Neil's <laughs> in. Exactly. He's in. I did my jazz hands, and we were good. He's but, balls um, deep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so basically, balls. she wrote the movie. Basically, what which the idea of this uh, a pretty a pretty uh, high school senior that wants to be a journalist uh, journalist writes a compelling article, but it gets rejected from a contest to do an internship at the local paper because basically of her looks and who she is. So she says, "I'm going to go to the competing school, dress as a guy, submit the same article, and you'll see that it's going to get accepted." So it's basically about her doing that, dressing as uh, a male, going to the school, and then, of course, meeting, dealing with life as a, as a man, a, a boy, whatever I call it, <laughs> a dude in the 80s. Um, teen dude. Yeah. A teen dude. And basically just how, you know, dealing with the school bully uh, and um, meeting, m- making friends, the, the other girls that are over there, the whole thing. But um so it's that's the premise behind it, but there is so much great comedy in this movie built in. Um, she, their parents are conveniently out of school for two weeks during this whole transition, um, mm-hmm. but she's got a 15 year old brother living with her, and the brother is freaking hilarious. They write this kid some lines that are just. I actually was in a sense got some videos to play, but I'm like, ah, I might get kicked off. I don't want to do it. But <laughs> there are just some little lines that are so good. This guy does, um, and. You know, for I don't know, for a long time, I thought this movie was one of those ones that it was problematic. But I was doing some research this week for it. And I guess actually it's more the opposite because of the fact that it takes the female perspective, whips it around and makes, you know, does she say I can do I can what I can't do as a female. I can do as a guy to show you guys you're being a bunch of misogynist. Freaks and Ex- blah, exposing, blah, blah. exposing, yeah. exposing the the double standard. Yeah, basically. Well, yeah, and especially like like um back in the day. I mean, still happens, but especially back in the day, like if you were any sort of a writer or a journalist, you couldn't like be a female. They'd like tear your tear your manuscripts up. They didn't want to hear it. So it's actually yeah. kind of um historically poignant as well. But Neil, what makes this film a guilty pleasure? <laughs> they, I, they burn. I, I mean, I just think that it's, it's got some lowbrow comedy, probably in parts of it. That little brother has some things, but I guess the thing about it is just it. For I mean, why I love it so much, it checks all the boxes of. I mean, the picture that's on the screen right now, you can see the '80s fashion, um, the wonderful '80s '80s hero who we, we, I've mentioned several times in the past, of course, um, Johnny from uh, Karate Kid. Um, what's his face? Whose name I'm forgetting for some reason right now because I'm trying to talk in a live audience. Zab, Zabko. Zabko. William Zabko. Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> William Zabko is the bad guy in this. Greg Tolan. Uh, he's freaking awesome. Uh, the, there's got the music. You've got all, this movie creates the clicks, the high school clicks. There's a, such a great job of endearing you to them, even though they're just supporting players. It does a real good job at having you connect with, like, there's the, the guy, the nerd who's got the lizards he keeps at school with them. There's the two guys that think they're aliens and they just keep talking in alien language to each other. Um, by the way, one of those guys is actually Ari Gross. And Ari Gross mm-hmm. was the um, coroner in the, the show Castle that was on a few years ago. And his name was Dr. Perlmutter. Just wanted you guys to know that. <laughs> what? Oh <laughs> what? my God. Facts, I know. Facts, anyway, um, so, so this is, is like actually the cheese. <laughs> is it like that's why? Like, oh yeah, it's and guilty? the eighties cheese. Yeah, no. The, okay. the reason it's a guilty pleasure, I guess, is because it's. I think 
I, I don't know. Maybe it's not guilty, a guilty pleasure. I don't know. I thought I didn't think people either a knew a lot because it wasn't. This film came out behind the same time as the film Perfect with Travolta uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis. So Columbia put all the money behind that, and this didn't get any marketing it's funds behind forgotten it. Forgotten about. Yes, because they had a cast no one really knew. You know, all right. that kind of stuff. And I, I, I feel it was big on, like you said, HBO, but also like video rentals. Yes. Because I, I, I can remember like seeing the, the, the case with her in the boys' locker room holding yeah. football helmets over breasts. I just, <laughs> I just saw in the comments, my cat was so ashamed you ran off. I wanted to point out that, that Mark in chat said like the exact the same premise as Soul Man. Uh, yes, but Soul not Man as offensive. Is, Soul <laughs> Man has offensive. been canceled. We don't talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then Soul Man's like one of those. It wasn't okay when it came out either. It was like, uh, yeah, no, it was. I mean, I remember watching it, and no one having a shit fit over it. But looking back oh, people, on it now, people did. Like, <laughs> people did. I've I've read the thing. It's just yeah. it wasn't a twenty four seven social media news cycle. Yeah. Right. 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 Anyway, so so that's yeah. I mean, maybe it's not guilty. Maybe it's accepted, but I don't regardless, know, it seems, it seems I recommend this film. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow Neil. I'll allow it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Caleb. it seems pretty guilty. It seems pretty guilty. It's pretty guilty. I mean, I yeah. can look up the the Rotten Tomato score for you if you want. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. I bet it's a. I bet it's a forty. <laughs> no, we already did it. Okay. <laughs> 47. Producer 47, Scott. Scott. I was going to say 46, but I was close. That's, okay. That's pretty low. So. Pretty low. <laughs> but it's so good. Not as okay. low as my number one, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Howard the Duck, three. by the way, is, is a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Woo! Wow. <laughs> that's bad. Who's up? Who's up? I'm so excited to talk about this film. Um, This is actually kind of a special announcement, too. Uh, This film has been inducted just this year into my comfort film list. Oh, wow. So we did the comfort film episode. Um, You know, we were going to have a big ceremony, but with COVID going on, it didn't get to have its proper induction into the Hall of Fame. But just know know it's there. Uh, That would be 1997's The Devil's Advocate. Oh. Pacino. That's that's a guilty pleasure? Yeah, that's guilty? Really? Yes, guys. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's guilty. How? Now let me... Let me talk. Oh my God. Let me have the mic. Okay. <laughs> so Hoo-ah. what's really, what's really embarrassing is um, definitely how much I love this film. I love it kind of a, a perversely absurd amount. Um, totally fine. I'm fine with it. Um, here's, here's kind of the story for those who don't know. Uh, Keanu Reeves, who we all know and love, he plays a rather small time, a Southern lawyer from Florida who's never lost a case and he gets recruited to work for a big firm in New York. And uh, Al Pacino is the head of that firm and also happens to be the devil. I don't want to spoil any more than that for you because God knows I love it. Now, again, we love Keanu. We love Keanu. What should Keanu never do? A Southern accent. He has this, it is like, like it really is like this it's like it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous and i love him probably should not have been cast in this role probably should not have been cast in this role um and then there is al pacino who 
God love Careful. Him. You better tread God softly. No, it's okay. You know, no, I don't care. They can come for me. SPC can come from me all day. Um, they've already done it once. <laughs> so he chews this scenery. He is taking giant ank, ank, like <laughs> chompy jaws, Bruce size bites out of the scenery. Totally fine. I love him. I love him, but he's doing it. And especially his big evil monologue at the end is so goddamn over the top. Jump. It's a shark jump. It's a shark jump. Not to mention the CG effects truly got off. Truly got awful. Um, again, I love this film. I love the message of this film. Even the last line of the movie is completely cheesy. But I'm okay with it. And I watch it a lot. I watched it last week. Like, I love this movie. But it is it is very... Um, it's not considered to be either of those actors or Charlize Theron best performances it is regarded as a very, very corny movie. It is. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind that pick. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the truth. Huh? Yeah. What did you say, Producer Scott? Chat said something. deeply disagree. Deeply no, disagree. I love it. I love it. I love the movie. I love it, but it's campy. It's a the little chat, cheesy. The chat disagrees, Scott said. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know, Sandra. I, I think you're no. None of you are a bigger fan of this film than me. Trust, <laughs> trust. I don't know. Trust. I don't but know. I feel like we should pick on you a little bit more, corny. though. Come on, Chad. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit more. It's corny. it's corny. Throw a little more ire at her. <laughs> it's corny, guys. It is. Right. It is. It's, yeah. Mark it's got says, its moments of but, corn. But wasn't but this movie it's... a big hit? <laughs> no. I remember because I remember when I. I mean, I was managing the airport when it came out, and I remember after watching it going, God damn, that was dark, and, and that mm -hmm. really like had a profound effect on me at the time. It's a so, profound movie. Like I said, I love the message. Doesn't but, make a uh, lot of parts of the delivery. No, but I mean, cheesy. but I'm saying at the time, it was pretty It was pretty dark, you know, and I'm again, me loving Al Pacino, loving Al Pacino, and having him play the devil, which the devil. is so right. awesome. <laughs> Having him scream about God being an absentee landlord. I don't care how over the top you think that is. That was fabulous. Neil, and, you, Neil, you don't well, have to defend the movie. I've already told you I'm completely fucking obsessed with the but movie. You're saying, but you're saying you but feel it's guilty corny. about liking it. You feel guilty about it, though. You shouldn't well, feel guilty. I know that it's... Uh -oh, okay, Scott. on a budget of $57 million, The Devil's Advocate had a box office gross of $153 million. I would say it was a box office success. It, it, it made its money back. Okay. Made its money back. It made its money back. Thank you, Scott. You know, this, this is, I actually, this is one, I didn't have a problem with Keanu in this one. I've had problems with him in the past, believe me. Yeah, but see, I had more one, of a problem with his accent in, in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, yeah. Huge. Oh, that's, yeah. A, that's deplorable. That's just, no, that's, mm -mm. that's laughable. Yeah. And I love Keanu. Don't get me wrong. I love, <laughs> love him. Keanu. You know, I yeah. loved him in Bill, all the Bill and Ted's. Loved him love in Parenthood, him. You know, Point John Break. Wick. Love Point him. Break. You know, even the love bad him. acting in Point Break. You know, loved him. Yep. Um, I I don't know. I I I I respect you and your choice. I just don't know that I can get behind it. Okay. Just <laughs> again with the scenery chewing. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. <laughs> and you know what, too, is this was based on a book. So I think that's part of why, I mean, it's great. It has like this awesome story and this awesome message. It's just some things are less cheesy when they're in a book 
and then when you put them in a film form, it's like, huh, I don't, I don't know about that one, bro. The problem is you one. have you have the chat uh, second guessing what our definition of guilty pleasure is. So <laughs> you you have caused you have caused strife. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god now i rip off my face i am al pacino and, I'm and that's the other his vanity certainly is my favorite sin. that's my favorite yeah <laughs> okay who's next Kill two. Uh, excuse me um my number two is 1988's willow i love willow <laughs> Now that I will Does that clock belong you there? on, I don't sir. Know. That I will clock you on. You'll clock me on it? I'm going to clock you on that one. People right. love Willow. Right. Sorsha, what's but, up? But a lot don't. Let me, let me start with some quotes. <laughs> uh, bad. At the heart of this overproduced jumble, you can still hear the faint beat of a simple story Lucas conceived about 15 years ago while he was researching Star Wars. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad movie per se, but the tropes that he put in it are very similar to Star Wars, where, you know, the Mad Mardigan character played by uh, Val Kilmer could easily be Han Solo, you know. Um, it's a trope. He, it's a trope. Yeah, no, I, 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 and and. and I, it, it goes on, you know, Davis could be Luke Skywalker. Uh, Joanne Wiley could be Princess Leia. Um, it, it, you know, it, it's just one of those, it, it kind of felt like a recycled, um, a recycled movie that you've seen before. And yet it was just in a different, uh, a different, I don't know, a, a different movie. And, and therefore, um, it it wasn't well received. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I people love this movie. I love some this do, movie. I don't. I don't do see. Not. I don't some see the do guilty not. part. I guess I don't. I don't see the guilt because again, with my with mine, it was the scenery chewing, the silly accent, the horrible special effects. Where's the Where's the guilt in Willow? Where's the guilt? Where's the guilt? It's a movie you've seen before. <laughs> repackaged in a big budget movie to try to make money which it didn't oh, i can't i don't know about all that i don't Do know the movie had little this, people in on... it <laughs> and there's like no i know movie. it had it had it, billy farty barty <laughs> it has like yeah oh my god he's back he's back um thank you for that thank you oh my god um best I mean, name like, ever there's <laughs> like I, I feel like it's kind of aggressive, kind of ahead of its time. Like yeah, I, well, even look, in the I, Hobbit, they just I, shut people I down. Love it from the very first time I saw it. I've always loved this movie. Me but, too. You know, I adore this movie. It was supposed to be a trilogy. Hmm. George Lucas, <laughs> surprise! Uh, but because it <laughs> didn't make any money, it was not. Uh, and I guess they put it out in novels, which I've never read. But oh, me neither. Yeah. Maybe something to, to, to go out and look for. Oh, I don't know, bro. See, and Neil seems unconvinced, too, about this guilt. Yeah, Neil, I, didn't, Neil doesn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's not my kind of film. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure. Caleb, again, he's, he's causing strife in the chat. So. <laughs> That's what we love to do. We love to I'm sorry, chat pot. people. I, I don't know what's going on tonight with these two people here. So oh, shut up, Neil. You're just picking <laughs> movies no one's ever goddamn heard of. 
Oh man, oh, that's funny. Uh, and fifty percent splat on Rotten Tomatoes. So splat. <laughs> so that's like maybe it's polarizing. Maybe so I, let's a, say it's a it's a splat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Caleb. I don't know about that one. I don't know, yeah. I don't know if it deserves guilt. I don't know. I don't know about that. Okay, I'm going to go before we... My number two, I think, can be defined as a guilty pleasure. I think. We'll see. Well, we'll tell you. 1986 we'll is Maximum Overdrive. Uncle Stevie in the house. Yeah. A lot of people do not like this movie. <laughs> it's, so, it's cheesy. It's oh, Neil, this cheesy. is a good yes. example of something that is great as a book but maybe doesn't fully translate to film maybe or does it translate i know you to don't film? know i know you don't know books but <laughs> it was from trucks the story trucks yes yeah. yes okay um for me this film uncle stevie wrote it the story the screenplay then decided to direct it because no one else could do uncle stevie better than uncle stevie <laughs> so, this story so he took it himself I realize he was coked out of his mind. God bless him for that because this movie just takes all of every lovely 80s trope and, and, and piece of cheese you can find and just Coke, fits it in. pills, and alcohol. Coke, yeah, yes, pills, everything. And alcohol. Yep. Everything. Yeah. Puts it into a nice speedball, basically, of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, because if, I mean, if you're just looking for a mindless, explosion-filled silliness, with lots of 80s cheese. I mean, this is that movie. It is this meant to veg in front of it, watch it, have fun. I mean, you got there because there's there are so many plot holes in this movie. I mean, it's just it, it, none of it makes any sense. There's a comet that makes in the beginning of the movie with with the opening credits. We'll call it. There's a you know comet flying over that causes things to happen, and then by the end they discover, oh, never mind. It actually was just an alien in the comet that <laughs> was causing the causing the, the stuff to happen yeah he was just going like, for a ride yeah going for a ride but then you got you like go. the trucks like just go for circles around the you know around the thing and like not doing any harm to anyone unless you run out and start screaming at them then the guy will shoot you <laughs> the army jeep guy will shoot you or whatever and uh, you know i mean it's just like but then uh it's, it's convoluted so much, it's convoluted i don't know if it's convoluted i would just say say that it's there's a lot of holes lots of holes but anyway, but I still love Emilio Estevez and the character and the, and the female character. She like she comes in. They're at the truck, the Dixie boy truck stop. And they're like, oh, my God, the world and the, everything's trying to kill us. Let's have <laughs> sex world. in the stock room. OK, let's do that. I mean, it's just, you know, it's I mean, I, Stephen King in the beginning when everything's going down and he's at the he has his little cameo and he's at the ATM. And the and the team's like you're an asshole. <laughs> so he's trying to get money out of it, <laughs> and, he, and then it's like, and he's like, honey. And the team's like, asshole, asshole. And he's like, the ATM called me an asshole. Hilarious. <laughs> he says it in this like in this little Keanu Reeves accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, uh, it's so funny. I I don't know. This yeah. I, the film's crazy. I love the opening sequence where you got the, the soda cans killing people and chainsaws and remote control cars killing dogs and and uh, big roller, um, what do you call them, asphalt roller things running over kids and everything going to, to crap. It's just, I don't know. And ACDC. You got yes, a soundtrack was... by ACDC. <laughs> I mean, you got Who Made Who blaring. It's just, it's just a fun, yep. mindless film. It is. It's pretty cheesy. Yeah. I am going to say convoluted. I am going to say. Okay. Um, yeah. But cheesy good time. But a little cheesy, guilty. Cheesy. Yeah. Producer Scott. 
<gasps> number ones are up. They're number one pick time. All right, here we go, people. We're not doing honorable mentions this time because we have so many. No. So we're just going to do probably this list some other time. My number one pick, 1997 was a good year for me. Con Air. Con Air. <laughs> Con Air. Um, was that's it? on Enix list also. Oh was my it? God. You're hilarious, Caleb. You're <laughs> hilarious. Um, Nick Cage as an army ranger who just out of jail, in jail for the stupidest, corniest, like, he would never, hello, he's a white guy in the army. He would never have gone to jail for this, first of all. But also because it's like, you're too dangerous. You're a human weapon. The regular laws of society don't apply to you. Come on. That is like so unbelievably cheesy. He's just out of jail. He hops a flight home with a whole bunch of convicts. They've stuffed all these terrorists, gangsters, and serial killers into one plane. Um, and, well, he's got to save the day. He has a long <laughs> flowing mullet. Um, a dirty little white ribbed tank top, uh, jeans. You have How Do I Live Without You blaring in the background. Absolutely hilarious, hilariously strange movie. Um, I adore it. I love it. I've seen it a million times. I'll watch it till the day I die. I've talked about it with these guys before, but it is so cheesy. Nick Cage, oh, that accent. Again, with the Southern accents, people. If you can't do it, maybe just don't do it. Maybe just be from somewhere else. Maybe. Cyrus the virus. What's up? Cyrus the virus. Yep. I told you. Silence. I, I, I like this film a from lot. You too. No, no. Crickets. I like this film a lot. I think it's great. I, it's, it I is great. It's not, my, it's not my guilty pleasure. I will stand up and say, hi, I like this movie. <laughs> so. Well, I think we've all established that we're all proud of our guilty pleasure. But I mean, the movie is unbelievably corny. Absolutely corny. It is corny. But it was the meant bunny. to be. But, but it was meant to be. A lot of people love it. Yeah, yeah. we all love Which it. Which was but the argument doesn't... you used against me. With... Well, yeah, with but what? I don't think Willow's <laughs> supposed to be like cheesy or anything. This is unbelievably cheesy. <laughs> Every character in this movie is in their own little world. They're in like their own like little planet. $224 million. Yeah, like people love Nick Cage. God, he was, <laughs> oh my God, I remember women went fucking crazy for Nick Cage in this movie. People yeah. were salivating. They wanted posters, centerfolds of Nick Cage <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> you know, at the time, Sandra, I was managing the airport theater when this came out, and I built that plane. I built like a 10-foot wide, you know, mock-up of that plane for the lobby. Yeah. Like, because wow. the studio sent plans and you know and yeah. how to do it so we did it as a promotional thing it was it was pretty cool it was a big old giant big know, old giant airplane big old giant con air plane con air con air a, I, mean, I think it's i think you know i think it's a great film i love it i think it's just over the top and crazy and fun yeah which is for a lot of people very cringe. for a lot of people very, very i know caleb doesn't like it but caleb well. will watch it again so maybe it'll change his mind maybe Possibly. how do i live without <laughs> you all right caleb's number two my number oh, one. I'm sorry, one. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. <laughs> number All one. right. So my number one, and I don't think this will be a surprise to anyone that has listened to our show, uh, but this was a movie that also came out in 1997, a little film directed by Kevin Costner called The Postman. <laughs> the Postman. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so this has a 8%. <laughs> liked rating on on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and when this came out everybody apparently except me 
rejected this movie and said they did not like it. <laughs> they said, no, do not pass go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, quote, uh, not as, uh, this is from uh, the North, sorry, Jeffrey Westhoff from West Herald in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Crystal Lake, that's why I picked this quote. Uh, not as bad as everyone said, but still not worth seeing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. which i thought was pretty good um i i don't know it, it's just another good versus evil uh, uh story um you know the, the strong versus the weak um kevin costner plays roving guy in a po- post-apocalyptic uh where he goes from village to village um performing shakespeare with his donkey not delivering the mail Apparently. Not not delivering mail yet. Uh, however, at some point, um, in in order to try to uh, get into a compound, he puts on a dead mailman's um, uniform and grabs his bag and, and starts delivering mail to people. And in the process, him starts, and the donkey starts. No, the donkey died and got eaten. Um, Are you for real? <laughs> oh no! I swear to God. <laughs> General Bethlehem, played by William Patton, ate, donkey. ate that donkey like in the first part of the movie. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> anyway, by delivering the mail, kickstarts the new America again, and uh, everything is right in the world. <laughs> Should have been on a Red, White, and Boo episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. Except it wasn't a real haunting. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> um, I, you know, I look, I get it. This movie is very bad, uh, but I just, I just always liked it. Um, I've always enjoyed it. Uh, I sort of took it as kind of a, a, a fairy tale that has a happy ending. Yeah, you defend movie. You've done it here. Uh, oh, I, you know, and I will to my dying. <laughs> to your grave, to your yes, postman to grave, my, to my grave. Very well. Caleb's- Caleb's crazy. I've still never seen this movie. Uh, and nor should you. You know, you're you're gonna hate it. <laughs> they could have made it in like an know. hour and a half <laughs> instead of the three hours or whatever the hell it is, three and a half hours, whatever. Oh, that's right. So, it's long. It's really long. It's it's like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. Okay. Number one for me. This is gonna probably turn some people away from <laughs> listening to our show, but that's oh, okay. Not going to be a surprise to Caleb, though, I don't think. Can I guess it? Can I guess it? No, Can no, I, I want to say it. I want to say <laughs> it. No. no. <laughs> you already know what it is. It's not hard. I do know what it is. How so. the duck? <laughs> Part two. No. <laughs> My number one is, in fact, a sequel, but it's from 1982, and it's called Grease 2. Knew it. The sequel. Yep. Grease 2. When you talk. I, I got to go. This is I'm a guilty go. pleasure. Everybody. This is the definition of guilty pleasure. <laughs> Grease too. I don't. I don't even know what happened. I don't know how this film ever got in front of me to begin with, but no. it did, and it stuck its talons into me, and it has been there ever since. And I have been a staunch supporter of this film, being every bit, if not better, than the first Grease and. But, but wait, but wait, Grease isn't yeah. good to begin with. So, well, and you then don't you like your musicals, so that, right. So that we have like different levels of, of Grease, Sandra here. Cause Grease is amazing. So you don't, Sandra doesn't like, you know, anyway, and yeah. I'm not saying 
first, so Caleb and everyone else, I'm not saying Greece is bad. I'm saying just that for some reason, Greece too speaks to me a little bit more because I just think the songs in it, I, I don't know. I just love the fact that you can talk about Michelle uh, Pfeiffer running around in 1982 talking about cool writers and the kids singing about reproduction in school and <laughs> cal- calendar girls singing and dancing. I don't know. This film is just, it's cooler. It's slicker. Um, slicker? I just, slicker? 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 Slick. There's nothing sick about any of this. Green is always slick. So there's there's a thing. You know how some people are Coke people and some people are Pepsi people? Uh, Some people are McDonald's people. Some people are working people. I have found that for some people, majority, are Grease people. (laughs) But there are some that are Grease 2 people. They fucking love this movie. And And Neil is one of them. And Neil is one of them. Thank you. But we are out there. There are there, we're, no, we're like, that's what I'm saying. I we've come across yeah, so many have, of them. We have. We're like we're kind of like Chud. We're like underground, <laughs> but we're growing. <laughs> I prefer we're going to rise up. We're going to rise up. I prefer the Chuds. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you know this is a movie you haven't even seen, and you're insulting it. It's like you don't even I've know. Seen you seen Grease too. You I've have not. When, when? Why? You don't even like musicals. <laughs> I saw it when I was probably in fifth or sixth grade. I've seen Grease too. Count. That doesn't yes, count. Yes, it does. Yeah. No, you, you can't yes, remember it, it accurately, accurately. Actually, no. Why remember. am I defending this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Go. It was. Oh, please. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So it's got. It, so obviously it takes place a few years after the first film. Um, yeah. And it's basically the continuation of the pink ladies and the T-Birds uh, just going through high school and the hijinks that ensue. Uh, Sounds about Sandy's, reproduction. Sandy's cousin. Uh, comes to the high school, um, and he, that is played by Maxwell Caulfield, who is a, a Australian guy, just, just like uh, Sandy was. Um, and basically, it's just kind of this: he falls in love with Michelle Pfeiffer, but she doesn't want anything to do with him because he's not a cool dude. So he has to get the leather jacket, learn how to ride a motorcycle to impress her. You know, kind of like how in the first movie she had to become a tramp <laughs> to to get the get the eye of uh, Danny Zuko. But um, I just um, can I just inter- I'm trying to interrupt you. I'm gonna, le- I'm gonna let you finish. Sure, Taylor. I'm gonna let you finish. But Mark did put in the chat dozens of us. Tobias never news, and that is exactly what I was thinking when you were like, "There's out of his Pepsi Coke, whatever you're going on about." That it was a totally it was a never nude moment. It was a never nude moment. There are literally dozens of us. <laughs> so he's oh. saying about what though? Dozens of us, Tobias, never nudes, okay. Oh, Grease 2 Grease 2, the, the people like Grease 2. Yeah, the, the there's original. literally oh, dozens okay. of you. Dozens of us, gotcha. Yeah. So Mark's on my side. I don't know Okay, that. That, that means I know four. <laughs> wow. Almost Several, I'm seeing lots dozen. of, I'm seeing lots of positives <laughs> over here in the uh, chat. So, looks like Mindy's oh, okay, Laura's okay with it. Okay, so, five, six. That's all that matters. <laughs> I love our people. I love them. I love them too, but we're all fucking crazy. <laughs> Clearly, in our own ways. We are in our own ways. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's my my number one guilty pleasure: Grease too. I've always loved it. If you look at our, if you watch our our regular studio shows, if you look on the bookshelf, there's a little um, a little playbill, if you'll call it, the original press little press kit from Grease too, up in the. And I've tried bookshelf. to hide it multiple times. You have tried, but. That, Somehow it keeps working its way back out. That deserves to be seen. 
one day I might accidentally knock it over into the trash can. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. That would be I'm like rude. like a cat, just like, do you value this? It's gone. Oh, how dare you? You don't tell money. Jeez, you paid money yeah, for so that. So mean-spirited. He paid God. money to print that off the internet. No, I paid, that was actually no, original. That's an original. That's, that's a real thing. Ad slick. Okay, then I'll recycle it. I won't put it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. You're such a nice person. I love you so, guys. So giving. So, love you too. You. You're such a little sister. <laughs> I am. So is there anything else? Uh, anyone else? Uh, so Mark says, yeah, Mark from Pismo says that falls under a guilty pleasure. Thank God I did one at least. We did it. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Scott oh, says, apparently, I, I, I prefer yeah. 100 performances of Greece. It's the worst. Yes. Yes. Scott, but not, producer but Scott not, has been but in not over Greece 100 too. performances of Greece. That's a, that no, a lot. No, I don't know. I don't think I don't think producer Scott's ever been in Greece too, but I, I don't know. Probably because they won't put it on, <laughs> on <Anywhere>. stage. <laughs> this every stage the world over rejects it. It's like Teflon, just like deflex that. They show. like try it and they just riot. <laughs> they should put it on the stage. That'd be great, man. Oh, that'd be uh, fabulous. I'm sure as soon as COVID's <laughs> over, it'll have a revival. Yeah. It's probably oh. So, <laughs> my my little Michelle Pfeiffer story. I met oh, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I met her when they did the um, hairspray movie, and they um, who was it? was it New Line? Yeah, I think New Line had a little shindig, and so they had all the actors there: Michelle and John Travolta and Christopher Walken and blah blah blah. So I saw Michelle Pfeiffer, and I beelined right to her, and I just went, <laughs> Michelle. I said, I know we're here for hairspray. But but Grease 2 is the best musical ever. And she looked at me like I was freaking nuts and like she wanted me to get away from her as soon as possible. <laughs> she was scared. She yeah, she, she basically gave me, she she kind of like, ah, thanks. <laughs> but it was like it was like walk away. <laughs> kind yeah, of thing. You need so, to leave. You need to leave I'll, or you're gonna yeah. be frog marched out of this place. <laughs> Pretty much. So I was like, okay, bye. And I kind of took off. But I was like, ooh, she did not like that. But I was like, no. I don't know if she knew, maybe she thought I was teasing her. I don't know. Maybe I was hundred percent serious. So she maybe just, she was just a little creeped out. It's possible. I think she but, was a little frightened. You know, maybe it was the leer. <laughs> could have been the leer. It could have been your weird way that you like. <laughs> I mean, like, I was like, uh, you know, I had yeah. my glass. I was kind of. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like that looking, was it then. You know, it that might have been that. Probably, probably, like. probably like you walked up on Gollum, you know, looking for his precious or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but I bet she remembers that one guy who came up to her. Said, yeah, the one. Yeah, the yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I would say you're probably on an FBI watch list for that. <laughs> it's okay. I'm clear. I ain't hiding nothing else, sister. <laughs> okay, sure. so did we decide what we're doing next week yet? We didn't decide, did we? We kind of decided. Did we? Did we? Yeah. I don't think we did. I did thought we? it seemed like a thing, a choice was made. Well, am I supposed to, to say it in front of everybody? Yeah. No, don't, don't do no, it. no, 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 I don't remember. No, I don't remember just talking whis- about anything. Whisper it to me. Oh my god, are you for real? We had a whole conversation. <laughs> Scott, do you remember anything? Me. It's okay. I have headphones on. Okay, Scott doesn't remember either. So I think Sandra's. I, I think Sandra's yeah. tripping. Oh my, god, my cat just took my microphone. Whisper. <laughs> 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 you see that? She literally just took it. We saw. I saw a tail go by. <laughs> yeah, that was her. She was like, "Microphone, mother, your show is done. Goodbye, YouTube." <laughs> that um, was one of them dirt sharks <laughs> coming by. <laughs> You like if you like land shard. <laughs> um, we were gonna do like a like a fuck Mary kill. Oh, but that was 
for the whole show? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's that's kind of the way that you made it sound. Like no, I said that. as a segment. No, that, that, was, that was just piece. a bit we were going to do. Like yeah, that was a bit. Yeah. That was a bit. Well, that that's going to be, show. that's part of it. That's going to be on the okay, show. Okay, then you can say that part. Say it. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. We'll keep it a secret. Whoa. Holy sh. Did your cat just knock your microphone too? Yes. You see that? <laughs> yeah, I totally saw it. Totally saw a tail go by. So next week, <laughs> we're going to do a segment of the, um, what, what part of we decide? I said uh, hump. Hump, I Mary like kill. Hump. hump, Mary I like kill. smush. You like smush? I like smash. 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 Procreate, marry, kill. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Fuck, check, and marry. Yeah. I mean, that's what I kind of like. I like I like fuck, marry, kill, but. Yeah, we're, we're trying to keep it. People this are is for s- kids. This is a kid's show. Oh, so yeah. Kinda, absolutely yeah. it is. <laughs> smash, marry, kill. For the kids. <laughs> this will be perfect for a cannibal holocaust episode for the kids. Yes, we'll play- exactly. And we'll play that game too. Okay, awesome. That's so we're gonna play that game. Are you saying we're watching Cannibal Holocaust? At some point, we? we're gonna watch it. Aren't uh, we? That's the movie I'm dreading watching again. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I what don't want to watch. Do people tell us? Do you want to hear us talk uh, about Cannibal Holocaust? That movie is that's a rough one. I know, right? It's rough. <laughs> Cannibal it's rough. Holocaust or Irreversible? <laughs> I think Irreversible in a second. Well, Irreversible but, I, I, is a better. I've never film. seen Cannibal. Irreversible is a better film, but it's. I don't know that I want to watch Irreversible again. No, I don't. You will if you really watch don't. Cannibal Holocaust. You'll be like, oh, really? oh yes, like, please. Oh, let's watch that. I'll watch, Cannibal, I'll watch it again. But not, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, people tell us. What do you think? What do you think? People tell us. We'll take your, we'll take your opinion into consideration. Yes. Yeah, I know. Enoch suggested we do uh, uh, apocalyptic films. Okay. Ooh, That's a good one. Enoch, I knew I liked you. What's up? Postman. Postman. The postman, Sandra, we have the wrong postman. brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my! It's it's possible. Goodness. All right, all right. We might have the wrong one. Let's wrap this up. Oh my god, it's late. Holy crap! I gotta. I need to go home. Happy Bye, bed. Bye, Mindy. Bye, Laura. Bye, Lewis. Pismo Mark. Vision. Bye, Mark. Michael. It's his birthday next week. Michael's birthday is next week. People sing. Enoch. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. Farty bark.